Good morning. Happy New Year. Thanks to uh, Tim and the band. That was, uh, what, a couple songs with a twist? God rest you, merry gentlemen, and we three kings, and some twang or twist. That was really good. That was really good. Let's uh, bow for a word of prayer. Well, God, be with us in these moments as we meditate and reflect upon the words of Scripture. May we hear in them a word of truth and a word that will impact the way that we live each day. Bless us with that, we pray in the name of Christ. Amen. All right, don't be bashful. If you know it, shout it out. It ain't over till... It ain't over till the fat lady sings. There you go. That's a modern proverb that means that uh, one should not presume to know the outcome of an event while it's still in progress. Um, it's a phrase often used with organized competitions, especially sports. I think it has some history with basketball. Um, it's kind of what happens when sports messes with art and culture and music. You get metaphors that might not be very good, but it ain't over till the fat lady sings. So when is Christmas over? That's what I want to know from you. Uh, maybe with a show of hands. I've got some selections here, some choices. Is Christmas over for you after you attend uh, Christmas Eve worship? How about uh, Christmas is over when all the gifts have been given and received and unwrapped? A few of you maybe. How about Christmas is over after the Christmas Day family meal? Okay, some, some there. How about Christmas is over when the, when the Christmas tree is put away, if you have a fake tree, or put out if you have a real tree? That was pretty common at the earlier service. Christmas is over when all the thank you notes have been mailed. No takers on that one. Or how about Christmas is over on New Year's Eve when the ball drops in New York City? So some of you there. So, so some would say that uh, Christmas is over. Um, our singer last week, Huntley Brown, said Christmas is over, right? Um, Walmart says Christmas is over. And I know that because I placed an order for some Christmas photos on uh, Christmas Eve. Uh, my wife Linda and our four kids and our new grandson, Baby Jack, were up at Warden United Methodist Church, and we baptized Jack that night. And so we had some pictures made at Walmart, and I picked them up on December the 26th, the day after Christmas Day. And do you know that the area where they normally have all their Christmas things had already been flipped to Valentine's Day cards and Valentine's Day gifts on the day after Christmas? We spend four weeks of Advent preparing for Christmas, and we have worship on Christmas Eve, and then it seems that Christmas is over as fast as a child can open a wrapped toy. There's a familiar hymn that I've been thinking about this season, and it has the words in it that says, Take the time to be holy, the world rushes on. The world rushes on after Christmas into New Year's and into a Valentine's Day already. Um, and there's no time to think or to meditate or to reflect. 
there's also another song that's titled The Twelve Days of Christmas. You're probably familiar with that one, right? With the lover and the gifts. We're going to work on this together. I know during Advent there were trivia about movies. But I'm going to test your memory about the gifts of the 12 days of Christmas. Don't look up it on your phone. Don't, don't do that. We're going to do this together. On the first day of Christmas, my true love sent to me a partridge and a pear tree. On the second day of Christmas, my true love sent to me two turtle doves. On the third day, three French hens. On the fourth day, four calling birds. Very good. On the fifth day, five golden rings. On the sixth day, six geese a-laying, right? On the seventh day, seven swans a-swimming, good. On the eighth day, eight maids a-milking. I'm not sure what that is, but it sounds interesting. I like milk. On the ninth day, nine ladies dancing. Nine ladies dancing and one fat lady singing. On the tenth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me ten lords a-leaping. On the eleventh day, eleven pipers piping. And on the twelfth day, twelve drummers drumming. Good. Good. We're not going to sing it, but you have it. Twelve days. Anybody have any idea how much all that would cost if you bought all those twelve gifts this year? Um, let's play over under. Um, hands, if you think it's under $35,000, man, just hardly anybody, over $35,000, it's, it's $39,000 and some change. That's 1.2% uh, higher than last year. And uh, there was a drop in the gold prices, so the rings were cheaper. <laughs> but the cost of the egg-laying geese shot up, and so that's why it's a little more. <clears throat> well, the 12 days of Christmas... Um, kind of line out to be the 12th day after Christmas is January the 6th, which is today, which is Epiphany. Epiphany is the, uh, the festival of the church. It's the holiday where the church celebrates the coming of the wise men who brought gifts to the Christ child. It's not always on a Sunday, but this year it happens to be today. This is Epiphany, the 12th day after Christmas. So Christmas um, hasn't been over. Um, Walmart isn't right. It's still the Christmas season, and today is Epiphany. And believe it or not, Epiphany is a more ancient um, celebration in the church than Christmas. I didn't know that until doing some reading this year. And there are many traditions that are tied to um, the 12 days of Christmas uh, around the globe. So people celebrate uh, this holiday differently than we do. In fact... Um, there's some things about uh, Puerto Rico, but in the Latino culture, they have preserved and developed this ancient celebration of Epiphany in a way that is a great gift to the whole church. Within the church service, this day is celebrated with plays and special songs, emphasizing the, com the coming of kings and the gifts for the Christ child. In the home, the children are told to place boxes filled with hay under their beds so that the camels will come and eat the hay while the kings leave presents for the children. I like that. That makes more sense to me than the jolly fat man in a red suit. Hay under the bed. 
Well, it ain't over till the fat lady sings. Uh, the Christmas season, I say, and the church says, it ain't over. Christmas isn't over until the wise men leave the scene. This is important because we need to take time to be holy. We need to be holy during this season of Christmas and today on Epiphany. Mary, if you remember, uh, took in all the words that the shepherds told her, and she treasured those words and she pondered them in her heart. She didn't rush on to the next thing. We, like Mary, need to remember the treasured words that have been spoken to us over the last few days, over this past year, and to ponder them in our hearts. And that takes time. That takes some quiet time to think, to reflect, to meditate, and to pray. We also need to be open to the continuing epiphanies uh, today, the ways that God is revealing God's self uh, today and tomorrow and in the year ahead. So there are a few things that I've been thinking about, been pondering, and invite you to consider with me uh, on this day. The Isaiah text um, from chapter 60 mentions, um, Arise and shine, your light has come. They shall bring gold and frankincense. They shall proclaim the praise of the Lord. So I've been thinking about by what light do I see God? By what light do you see God? One of the lights is um, my work here at the church in working with middle school and high school students. I'm delighted in the ways that they engage scripture, in the ways that they ask questions, in the ways that they um, unselfishly and without question serve. Uh, during Advent, we, um, we delivered some, um, some snack bags to students over at McKendry University. Uh, one student said, I'm so glad you brought this. My uh, meal ticket only has a dollar left on it, and I wasn't sure how I was going to eat the next two or three days. <laughs> um, and so our students did that. Another uh, Wednesday, we went over to the children's home in Mount Vernon, and um, uh, Deb Ellis's uh, Monday uh, women's Bible study and the students brought um, $10 gift cards. And so we shared the Christmas story. We sang a couple songs. We played a couple games with the students at uh, Sparrow Family Services in Mount Vernon. And then we did a, um, it was a gift exchange, except our students didn't get a gift. We, we gave the gift. And each student there got four, uh, four gift cards. That's $40 of gift cards to restaurants and stores in Mount Vernon. And they were thrilled um, to have some of their own money to be able to spend during the holiday. The uh, last Wednesday, we went and worked at the um, food bank, the St. Louis area food bank and uh, packed salty and sweet and salty. It was cookies in one boxes and crackers and things in another box that go to food pantries. That's one of the places where I see God um, shining in that light of student ministry. Where do you see God in what light? What do you bring in your treasure chest to worship God? Some of you might think back in the fall to the Mission um, 1-8 program and the invitation to open up our treasure chest with offerings and gifts of money to the church. But what else do you bring uh, in your treasure chest? Some of your time, some of your talent, some of your skills to uh, volunteer in the church and to work in missions and outreach outside the walls of this church. Those are the kinds of things that we can think about and ponder and question and reflect on during this season. 
before we um, join the world in rushing on. The text in Isaiah says that they shall proclaim the praise of the Lord. So where do you come up with this praise for the Lord? Well, think about the blessings that you have received from God, and the blessings are what we turn into praise. Um, we sent out a, uh, our family sends out a pretty simple Christmas card. It said, Merry Christmas, and a picture of, of our kids and of Linda and me. And these are the sources of our blessings. These are blessing pictures from 2018. Our oldest daughter, Elizabeth, um, graduated with a master's degree in Baltimore. Um, we picked up a new son-in-law, Zach, uh, this year to go with our other son-in-law, Zane. We have Zane and Zach. And then we picked up a grandson, Jack. So we have Zane, Zach, and Jack. And, uh, and Daniel, our son, he's been healthy this last year, and so he got to go to his first prom. That was a picture. And um, the picture on the front, which a lot of people got a kick about, was uh, Linda and I bought a boat. And so we've been fishing. And uh, interestingly enough, um, she enjoys fishing and driving the boat even more than I do. And uh, don't tell her I told you this, but she outfishes me. Uh, quite a bit. So these are blessings, and so this is what we give God praise for, for our family, for our children, for their accomplishments, uh, for the way that God has been at work in their lives with, with love and with good health, with education. That's how we turn um, our blessings into praise. So what blessings have you received that you can turn into praise? There's other things that we're called to think about if we'll uh, be in the moment of the Christmas season and Epiphany. Um, here's an interesting one for you. The, the wise men, um, they don't have any lines. There's no script for them in the story. It's all about action. They, they follow the star. They travel. They seek. They search. Um, but when they get there, they bow down. They open their treasure chest, and they worship. And so if you're one that doesn't want a speaking part, then how do our actions demonstrate our love for one another and to the world? That would be something good to think about as we head into the new year. How do our actions demonstrate God's love for us and for the world? We talk a lot here about our mission being, uh, being on a journey with Jesus so we think about the wise men. Uh, tradition says there were three of them. Probably there were more. They probably traveled in a big group, a caravan. And so who are you on this journey with? Who's in your group? Who's in your caravan? Who's, who's with that group that you're journeying with? And where are you headed? <laughs> These guys didn't have a map. They didn't have a GPS. I mean, they were looking for the Christ child, but they didn't know exactly where that was going to lead them. And so where, where are you headed In what aspects are we willing to be led by the splendor of grace to the knowledge of the truth? So being led in this new year, that, that's something good to ponder. The uh, wise men had a yearning and a, and a desire to stay with the journey until they found the Christ to worship. And so if you're on this journey and you're tired and need to rest, then get off at the rest area, but, but don't stop the journey. Continue on, have perseverance. Count on uh, the support from the other people that's in your group that's making this journey. Not wanting to get caught up in King Herod's politics and, um, 
his, uh, his evil ways. And having been warned in a dream, the wise men left for their country by another route or by another road. I have to tell you that uh, 2019 is going to bring some changes for me and maybe for you. Um, I'm going to try to lose some weight again this year. That's a change. That's a different road, right, than the road I was on in 2018. So what change in direction is God calling you to take in your spiritual walk, in your work life, in your personal habits? Changes will come. You might need to do something different. It might mean taking on something new. But we're called to change and to go another road. On this epiphany, it is um, God revealing God's self. That a baby in a manger is no longer a whisper in Bethlehem, but God's son, God's only son. And this son, this birth, uh, this story has been proclaimed by angels and shepherds and by the wise men, and in this year, will be proclaimed by you and by me to the world. Let us pray. Oh God, let us be inspired by the story of the wise men for their yearning and desire to be seekers, for the demonstration of faith in bowing down and worshiping the Christ child, in their faithfulness in taking a different way home. Give us an opportunity uh, this day on this epiphany to give you thanks for the ways that you continue to reveal yourself to us through the life of this church, through our quiet devotional and prayer times, through our family, through the witness of students, through the things that we see being done in the name of love in the world. Continue to reside and abide and dwell in us, we pray. In the name of Christ, amen.